Hello ladies and gents, you're with Adrianosaurus, I'm the coach of Adrianosaurus Rex for Supercoach BBL purposes, and that's round four in the books. Uh, a double game round that saw the Scorchers on the double game, and you know, we probably had the captain that most of us would have picked went off, you know, he was the highest scoring player of the double game round, which was good. Um, but you know, I think it's a bit of a topsy-turvy year. You know, maybe the quality of the uh, Big Bash is down a smidge. And we're having some blowouts and, you know, we're having... All it takes is a, a, a partnership, you know, from Manson and Finch to absolutely smack the Perth bowlers, which is their strength, the bowling, to all parts of the ground. And basically, then the scores were non-existent for bowlers in for the Scorchers in Game 2. Yeah, even though they won the game. Um, and outside of probably... Marsh and oh, probably Agar, there was really not much in the way of scores in that second game. You know, so probably some people were looking really great and <laughs> looking on track for big 1,000 big daddy scores. Uh, and you know, you didn't quite get to get to where you wanted. You know, I finished with a 930, which I think was low. Now I'm quite disappointed by that. You know, if you know Bancroft takes that catch. In the on the you know off that last ball from Time or Mills, I win nine out of ten of my leagues. But good on you, Bancroft. He drops it, and you know he gets single digits from Time or Mills in that second game. And I'm losing some head to heads that I was well in control of. You know it's quite disappointing. Yeah, it makes you feel a little bit flat. But look, it's the way Super Coach goes. You know, it's a fickle kind of game, and you've got to you know you've got to have a little bit of luck go on your side. But that's the thing. Yeah, you, know, you can go in with five in these double game rounds and try to hit it as hard as you can but only two of your players come off you know in this round there's only four players that went over a ton one of them was the person that only played one game in Curtis Patterson so um you know it's it's a hard game to navigate with and land on the right ones to pick in a double game round there's some people that might be going three and they're the three to get the hundred uh and you've got all these other ones that finish with 20 over the double game round so it, it's, it's tough to navigate but we're going into a round five where it's a single game round. No teams on the double game week. And it really allows you to do a little bit with your team to fix up, you know, prior errors. If you've got, you know, a Nielsen now who's dropped down the order in the, you know, in the, in the score, uh, sorry, in the uh, strikers lineup. And he's not even a very good keeper. But, you know, Hughes, he's bottom dollar. I don't know if you want to move him. But if you've got a little bit of extra cash, you, know, you can get him up to a Finch or even a Hales. You know, you can do things like that to fix your bench. And in a round five single week Game, you know, round, you see VCs and Cs you know, take a, a whole new life because, you know, round one went round two, round three, round four. It was very obvious who we're going to pick for captain, you know, your Marsh or your Maxwell. You know, some people might have gone on a pod, but it was only a really other one other choice or, you know, mostly um, for captains. Whereas in this round, you can really, you know, pick a pod VC and, you know, really think hard on VC and C in this round because, that can shoot you up the ladder if you or if you pick or shoot you down if you get it wrong. Um, so yeah, I mean you got one game to get it right, and if you can pick wisely, you know this could be a round for for you. Um, we're going to go through just the news of the round. I'm going to cover who the stars were of the double game week in round four. Uh, who were the flops? Um, I'm going to look at some notable scores, you know, for relevant players. We do know that it's going to be the Hurricanes and the Heat that go into the next double game week in round six and some of those players you know are succeeding some of them are failing and i'm going to go through you know some some ones that sort of caught my eye and i'm going to look at the trade strategy going into this round five which starts um you know 
right away. You know, there's a, a short gap between round four and round five, so it's trades today. You know, get your trades and and get your you know your team sorted, ready to go again for round five. So I want to go with you know who I'm targeting for um, this you know, upcoming round five. Uh, and I'm also going to answer some questions that I've received, you know, over the socials, I had a WhatsApp group open and a few other chats that I invited people, you know, to offer me some, up some questions. It could be super coach or general related because, you know, we're going into Christmas and I uh, thought it'd be fun, you know, just to ask me whatever you want. <laughs> so we'll cover all of that. Now, look, the news for the round, um, you know, I can't really go past Aaron Finch. You know, it was a bit of a cryptic old start to the year for Finch with that injury. We didn't know when he was going to come in, but he's returned, you know, and he was absolutely bossing it out there, wasn't he? 90 uh, odd points. Um, and Finch, you know, we thought he was a premium player, which he is, and we f- were hoping that he would start well um, at the start of the year when we were all thinking of him for a cheapie. And he didn't fail to deliver on what we thought. Um, he's not going to be out of your price range either. He's 80K. You know, 80K is 10K more than, you know, a Nielsen. It's, you know, a straight swap across from Joe Clark. So people are going to be bringing in Aaron Finch. He's not going to be out of your price range. And everything that you wanted him for as a cheapie, you're just going to have to pay a little bit more, 20K more. But um, he was back. You know, he looked fantastic out there. Um, look, teams were thin, weren't they, this round? We had some outs that we probably, you know, were hoping that we had those players in there in Paris and Curran. Curran for the whole tournament. And Paris is really cleaning up and bowling very well. Uh, and a great person that you would have had in your team, that you would have held, you know, up to this Hurricanes round six double. But, you know, he's looking very unlikely for that. So teams are probably running a little bit down. We also had some returning players, i.e. Finch. Um, you know, Whiteman had it was a close contact, you know, to a COVID patient, I think. And Seymour, you know, who a lot of people have taken a punt on, me included, was dropped out of the team. Guthrie was doing quite well, you know, and he went out of that Heat team as well. Um, probably some names that people were expecting, you know, and in my case, uh, ha- having to run players like Hughes and <laughs> Nielsen, it's like playing two down, <laughs> you know, so um, it, teams were thin, you know. Um, Rashid Khan, you know, he looked injured, looked quite injured, um, went off the field and, you know, 38.7% set of people own you know the great man and would have been absolutely shitting themselves but look and even 4.7 percent that captained him but didn't he come back you know with a wet sail he came back on field jagged some poles got a ton you know the rashid of old and rewarded people who had you know held the faith with him and stuck with him uh you know big you know big big score from him so um but it was a worry, I'm sure, for some people. Uh, Philippi, you know, he finally fails. You know, well, he got 30-odd points, but he wasn't, you know, the big, you know, awesome scores that he's been getting. Um, and, you know, that's it. It's not going to come off for him every time. You know, some people, um, you know, floated the idea of a Philippi seller. You know, sell him now that he's up in the, you know, the big... 250s or 260s I think he is heading up towards 300k you know you can get two premium players uh you know by selling Philippi you know it's a bit of a strategy it's a financial strategy you know buy them low not that Philippi was low but selling him high and selling him high allows you to get into good players and I can you know I can understand why people are doing it look for me I've got other people that I could sell and I need to sell and I've got to fix up things on my bench so I probably have to hold you know and um but you know there is a world you know i think where you can sell 
Philippi and, and take advantage of his money. Uh, look, Curtis Patterson. You know, he turned up in that game one with a 113 and didn't play in game two. It's happened on a couple of occasions. If you were silly enough like me and you picked Kuderman, he played in the first game of round one but didn't, you know, play in game two. And he's just been sitting there gathering dust on my bench. Um, you know, and we had... Uh, What's his name? Garten. George Garten. You know, rested in that second game as well uh, in their double week. Uh, so it'll sting, you know, because people probably saw that big one thirteen. He's actually looking really good at the top of the order, Curtis Patterson. And, you know, you would have been, all right, I'm on for a 200 here. He could have failed. You know, that's <laughs> that's logic. He could have failed. But, um, you know, I think 113 is a good score over a double game week, you know, at any rate. But it would have still hurt people if you didn't uh, get... Curtis Patterson over the two games, uh, you know, Zampa, it was a pod move probably to hold Zampa, it was a huge, huge sell, um, I held Zampa because I was able to sell Seymour, you know, with some cash I had in the bank, and I held Zampa, you know, the reason I held Zampa is because he's class, and I figured that with players like Harris Ralph coming, this kooky way that he's bowling, you know, in the periods of the game that he's bowling, would, would be finished, you know, and I thought he's a class player, and maybe, you know, you keep him in there, and you don't play him necessarily, but you have him in there with his class, you know, to come good, um, but he's going to miss the next game, so he won't be there. Um, look, one of the other things I put down as news is Nielsen, Hughes, Clark. You know, whatever you got to do into this round five to eliminate the need to have to play them in your starting team, you got to do it. You can't play those guys in your starting team, you know, anymore. Um, this round five is a great round to fix up those sorts of mistakes, particularly if you've got a Heat and the Hurricanes, some some of them stashed on your bench. Um, I was forced to play Nielsen and Hughes last week, and it's single digits. You know, there's a world where they turn the corner. I don't really see it coming, but you can't have them in your starting lineup. You can have them set up on your bench with a loop on them, and if they that day ever comes, you know, you can loop them in. But you know, Hughes to Finch is like four grand. You know, so I mean, not Hughes, Nielsen. You know, so you know, but you can't have them in your team. You've got to fix that up this week. That's going to be my goal so that I have neither of those three, you know, as a player on my team. Oh, bad, bad, bad. Um, all right, well, the good scores in the round, you know, we know it was Marsh, 203 points, so you double that, and that's the captain score that you want. Um, you know, the next best scorer was Ashton Agar, 157 over the two games, uh, which is really good. You know, he's doing really well this year you know 50 or 70 and then over this round uh, you know uh, 157 he's scoring really well um second top scorer for the round and aj ty 109 look he was 99 after one game so it just shows you how much they got the tonk um the scorchers and how hard this old super coach bbl game is because there was no points on offer for them you know they just got smacked to all parts these perth scorchers bowlers but there's your three and those they're the only three that went over 100 and curtis patterson who didn't even play the second game four hundreds in a double game round you know is quite disappointing so it's rocks and diamonds if you had those four good on you but some of the ones that didn't do um you know as well now some of them did okay you had Hatsaglug finished on a 79 over the two games it's not anything to write home about Evans 78 not anything to write about some of the real disappointing ones now um you know Ashton Turner 57 over the two games Time or Mills 54 over the two games single digits in the second game cost me three head-to-heads uh, Munro 39 over two games these ones I'm mentioning are all cells Inglis 27 over the two games he looks short of a gallop doesn't he, he oh what a silly buy he was probably just smart 
play to not have picked him simply on the fact that he hasn't played a lot of games. Um, you know, but 27 over two games, smelly. Berendorf, six in the first game, 43 in the second. It looked like they rested him on field in that first game. And, you know, 49 over the two games would be a stinger as well. There's lots of really average scores over the round. Um, look, let's go into some other scores, you know, that, that caught my fancy in the round. Um, look, I think my plans for round six are going to evolve Steckity because he turned up this week 108. He is a very improved bowler, um, and I think he's their best bowler. You know, it's not Majib. You know, Majib looks economical this year and doesn't look like getting a wicket. Um, I would be targeting Steckity into my team. Um, there's a small worry that he goes off and joins the extended squad for the Ashes, because he's, you know, he's right on that cusp. Um, but, you know... If he is available and he's uh, in the heat lineup, he's the top pick, I think, 108. Uh, good old Bartlett. Yeah, I thought that he was going to get dropped out of that team. Um, but he scores a 99, you know, and he's a handy all-rounder, really. He's batting very, very well. Um, if you have Bartlett, you know, you are reaping the benefits. He's up at, like, 160K, and you could trade him to a premium, premium gun, and you could probably hold him right through this round six double for the heat and hurricanes. You know, he's near cheapy of the year, you know. To go from you know, where he was up to 160 and still be, and, you know, the output is fantastic. I mean, I went Kuderman instead, so, <laughs> you know, Bartlett, what a what a weapon. Um, Look, Hales, 55. You know, it was a 33, it's a 55. He's sitting at 114Ks. We talk about Hales as one of those sort of the run type players, and you've got to get him at the right price at the right time. Well, that's now. You know, he is warming up to this tournament, and we know what Hales can do when he warms up, and... Yeah, I think he's warm. I think he's ripe for the picking now. 55 last week. Um, Mahmood, he didn't. He start with a <laughs> flash. Four wickets. You know, he didn't even get his full compliment. Oh, they ripped him off. He could have gone and picked up a five. Easy. Um, he looks like a wicket taker, doesn't he? Small chance. You know, those palms stink, you know, in the ashes. And you think he could be you know, a chance of going into their squad. That would be, you know, the thing I'd worry about, you know, Jag and Mahmood. But 208 people <laughs> brought him straight in. Yes, geniuses. Absolute geniuses. Um, look, so I noticed that. Um, look, some relevant players for the round six. Ellis, you know, 54. He's got, it feels like Berendorf to me. Like he's a 50 and 60 type player. Um, you know, it's going to be Meredith and Ellis, I think, that are their bowlers. And maybe some people took an early run on Lamachan, you know, but he's not doing really well you know, either, but Ellis, you know, he's not a, not the worst, you know, he'll get you 50, 60, um, for that double game week, and he's, you know, probably a good price as well, um, other players that did well in that round, uh, Rogers with a 73, and Thompson, you know, with a 100, I don't know if both of those guys survive, I think at least one of them does, and whoever that is, is probably going to be good value, you know, for that round six double, um, just scores that I noticed that I thought were good, some other relevant ones that were smelly, you know, Chris Lynn, four. Majib, eight. You know, their prices are going right down to the floor, you know, but do you even want them? You know, like I'm not uh, cold on them, but I'm just a blip above it. You know, there's only a tiny little bit of lukewarm in me because they don't look like coming good, you know. Um, Majib doesn't look like he's going to take a wicket. He just looks economical. And Chris Lynn, 
you know, it's a run a ball at times and it's just lacing it straight to fielders. I think his mind is confused. Um, you know, it's him and Darcy Short just look, you know, completely out of character. And Brian, he still looks the same basically, but he sucks. Um, you know, so do you really want Lynn? You know, do you really want Majib? I, I much prefer Steckity. You know, I mean, he costs an absolute mint. Um, but, you know, people faded Lynn and they faded Majib in round one when they had a double and it's worked out perfectly fine for them. But, you know, do you, can you, can you fade him, you know, for this next double game round? I think you can. But people are going to grab him because their price is right. Um, Matty Wade, 13. You know, one good score and a couple of flops for Matty Wade and Darcy Short. You know, he's not even bowling because he got the tonk in the game prior. Uh, and the batting is all over the place. You know, he's going in a tw- T20. He's going, you know, at 10 off 25 balls. It's just, you wouldn't read about it. It looks completely out of sorts. And look, he is a high quality player. I think he's a good bowler, but he's just off in all departments. And I don't know how confidently or how much of a priority you can make him, you know, to bring in your team. Look, at least Matty Wade looks confident. He's coming off some form, you know, as well. Um, I think he's going to be one of the ones that you target from Hurricanes to bring into your team. I think he's their best batter. Um, but I just don't know how much I'm keen, you know, to bring in Short. Now, Matty Wade and Short have enormous BEs this week. They could both be people that you target to bring in right on round six. But, you know, you can't... Um, you know, you may have to bring one of them in, you know, now. And I think it's Matty Wade. You know, he's got the backup of the keeper. And, you know, last game, owners of short, you would have probably been very nervous about his batting, but you probably were banking on the fact that he'd bowl. And he's not, he didn't bowl, you know. So that all round is not looking, you know, huge. Um, McDermott, someone that tickled my fancy. He can bludgeon a ball though, can't he? And he failed this week eight points and you know i'd just as soon take him ahead of short at the moment because at least he looks confident as well but there were just some scores that i noticed you know um i think that they you know you could have some thinking about those players that are scoring badly you know consistently and you know pick the ones if you're going to grab any of them you know that feel to you like they could turn the corner um Look, the trade strategy for round five, as we said, it's a single game round. You can fix up some things on your bench. Um, For me, I think my trades are going to center around grabbing a couple of players for the round six. At the moment, you know, I'm... I don't have Hurricane players, and I have one Heat player, and it's Kuhneman. I think he's in the extended squad. Yeah, you might get a roll over, yeah, a roll the arm over this week because Swepson's going back into that uh, test team. More, more likely, they'll probably just go with Majib only. I don't know. <laughs> Kuhneman, what a silly buy by me. But um, I need to get some Heat and, uh, you know, some Canes into my team. So I think the first cab off the rank is going to probably be Steckity. Um, I think he's a quality bowler. There is that small worry that he goes into that test arena, but look, I don't know. I think he might be on the cusp, but not quite there. Um, and if he's good to go, I want him. You know, 1% of teams have got him, and he might be a bit too expensive, you know, but, you know, he's, he's, he's to me, their best bowler. Um, Wade. You know, he's BEs at the huge 100 plus, you know, 160, I think. It's a huge, huge BE. Um, the sucky thing is that, you know, he's probably the, one of the top targets I want to bring in from, you know, particularly the Hurricanes. Maybe I go on Ellis instead and bring Wade in next week at a cheaper price um, because it's a huge BE. Same for Darcy Short. 
Um, so maybe for me this week, it's Steckity, you know, maybe it's Ellis, um, and you know, maybe it's, uh, a Hales, you know, or a Finch, uh, to fix up something on my bench. You know, those are going to be the ones that I target if the weather was looking a little better for the next Sixers game, the Sixers versus the Thunder, I would be getting Sean Abbott. Mate, isn't he a weapon? Leading wicket taker in the big bash and an absolute bloody weapon. You know, wicket taker and mate, he got him over the line with the bat too. He can he can hold a stick as well. I think he's a sensational player. He's a premium. He looks like he's going to score 100 every game. Well, he has in the two capes that he's played. And I think he's a finish the team kind of quality player. You have Abbott in your team. Don't even look at him. He'll score well every bloody game. Um, but there's weather, you know, and not just little weather. Look at the weather upcoming for the Sixers versus the Thunder. And it looks a little dire, you know, at a game time as well, which means your team if it whole has a lot of sixes and it has a lot of thunder it might be tough you know this week because that game's a chance of being affected you know uh, quite heavily you know so maybe we wait you know it sucks that you can't get someone of sean abbott's quality this week some people might take a punt and say i'm getting him you know but that game looks under threat to me and maybe i can't get him you know i'll have a look closer to you know uh maybe not this round but the next round you know for him but I, I think you should get him in as soon as you can um uh Renshaw he, he's back in the game good role in the team look pretty good as we mentioned at the top of the show Finch he's not out of your budget and we think Hales you know is really warmed up so those are some of the players that I think um you know round six you know if I'm am gonna entertain a Majib or a Lynn uh or a Darcy Short you know, or a McDermott you know maybe I'll do it right on round six because their price is going to be coming good um, yeah, other players that I noticed, you know, obviously we mentioned Abbott, Mahmood, if he doesn't get into that team, he looks, uh, you know, the English team, he looks like a wicket taker, 208 people are, are geniuses, <laughs> Steckity, 1%, you know, tunned up, Jason Sanger, I like him, he's scoring really well, above 60, um, he looks a wicket taker, doesn't he, and he's got a cool, calm head, I think he's a good option, you know, for teams, um, if you're using this round here to, to, you know, do some pod type stuff, um, all right, the questions. Um, Isaac, can you go into round six with no Lynn or Majib? Neither have been any good. Yes, we talked about that. Look, you know, the price might be right for some people, and you might be hoping that he turns it around. You know, both of them turn it around, but I wouldn't hold my breath for it. I think that there's a world for yes, and there's a world for no. Um, I think you can fade him. You know, you can fade him. And, and you can fade Majib if you, if you want to, because people did it before and it worked for them. Tracy asks, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> well, I'm very particular. You know, I am on the autistic spectrum, you know, Aspergian, and I'm quite particular. <laughs> so I'm a hard person to get presents for. Usually it's some gardening equipment or alcohol. I don't drink anymore. So, and I've got all the garden equipment that I want. So I don't know. Um... Maybe something Canberra Raiders. I'm a huge Canberra Raiders fan. No, I don't know if the missus has the guts to do that. <laughs> Buy me something mm, Canberra Raiders, but we'll see. Yeah, that's probably the only other thing I want. Uh, who are my top three traded in at the end of round four? We probably covered that. Um, I think, you know, Steckity is probably top of my list for Heat players. And, you know, over the other side, it's Wade and Ellis. You know, Meredith. I like the, you know, I like Meredith as a sneaky option at 120s case but you know he got x-factored out in that last game didn't he um bowled one over took a nice wicket one of my players in supercoach thanks a lot mate um 
but is he going to be right and playing full games? You know, it's probably this round to have a look at him because um, he only got that one over and his price went down. Um, do I AFL super coach here? Yeah, well, I do. I play it, but I don't podcast on it. There's plenty of great podcasters out there that are much better than me at it. Um, you know, maybe in, not next year, but the year after, I can have someone who plays uh, AFL super coach and wants to jump in on the podcast and be. You know, they can be my Yoda, and I'll be their Padawan, and they can coach me from being a rookie up to being an awesome player. <laughs> um, but yeah, I play it, and I don't actually podcast on it. Maybe next year I'll post in the group, you know, or on the pages, how I'm doing, and you can all laugh at me <laughs> at AFL Supercoach. Um, Lincoln, is there a world where you can sell Philippi? Yeah, well, we covered that at the top of the show. It's not without risk, because Philippi is scoring very well. He's quite consistent, even this down week, you know, he scored 30s, but... When you get a player that's heading up towards the 300k player, it's two premiums you can bring into your team. So I think, you know, there's a world where you can. Um, best and worst buy this season for me uh, for, from Con. Well, the worst has got to be Joe Clark. And, you know, I said at the top of the show, I've got to get, I've had to play him in my team a couple of times, you know, and it's been an absolute oh, shit show, you know. So I've got to get him off my starting team get him onto my bench, he was the worst, and probably Kuderman. You now I got him, and I didn't even get the double game round out of him. He was dropped for game two and hasn't got a game since. He's a rough, sneaky chance at getting a go this week, which could, would be useful. Um, but, you know, they were just, you know, it was going to be Bartlett instead of Kuderman, and I got I got Kuderman. You know, we all know how that went, so they were my worst buys. Um, what made me do a podcast, and why the dinosaur theme? Well, it's really simple. The, the missus had to change her name for work and I had to change my name as well um, to something that people couldn't search. So she went with Kim Dubs and I went Adrianosaurus Rex. <laughs> and it just has stuck. You know, I got to know people in the wonderful Supercoach community as Adrianosaurus and I kept it, you know, ever since. Um, yeah, and obviously I themed the dinosaur theme with it. I, when I started to do a podcast, I thought that was a good idea because my name was Adrianosaurus. So there you go. It's as simple as that. Uh, why have I done a podcast? Look, uh, in I love Supercoach, you know, which is number one. I love to talk about Supercoach. And, you know, I used to get, you know, little guest spots and, you know, help with content on the Supercoach experience, formerly the Mike and Savs podcast. They're great guys, Mike and Savs, and very generous to welcome me into their uh, Supercoach experience sort of team for a little while. And I learned a lot about you know podcasting and how to do it right. Not that I've followed a lot of it, <laughs> but you know they were such generous people. You know, and I really developed a love, I guess, for podcasting and how it's done. You know, from you know, going on on their show as a guest, and same with BJ on Game Day, a Super Coach um, podcast. You know, I've been a semi regular guest on their show, and you know, being a guest on their show, you know, sort of pushed me in a direction where I really wanted to podcast myself. Um, and look, the the reason why I podcast today and I haven't given up, you know, and I, well, I'm i going to keep persevering with podcasting is because of Rob Sutherland from the Daily Telegraph. He absolutely tore shreds off me on a live uh, show one time, said that I don't contribute anything to the Supercoach community. And I'll be honest, that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> and I was determined that day, you know, even though I disagreed with him and I, I, I thought that I did contribute quite a bit to the Supercoach community, I was determined. You know, I was determined to contribute even more to the Supercoach community. And I think I've done that, you know. So um, 
that that you know developed a fire in me to to do <laughs> to do podcasting. Um, look, I'm at eleven thousand something. Um, what players can I buy to catch up? Well, if the weather looks good, I couldn't recommend anyone higher than Abbott. You know, um, someone like Dan Christian, just over a hundred k. Now Curran's out of the tournament for the rest of the tournament and. Chris Jordan, you know, his time is up in the big bash as well. Well, we saw more bowling from Dan Christian. Three poles, that's not even including any wicket, uh, any batting, any score, tunned up for just over 100k. It looks like his role, we all know what Dan Christian can do. And his role, you know, looks improved. I will say that in the past, Moises has been a little bit reluctant to bowl him, but maybe he just has to because of where they're at, you know, in their team with bowlers. Um, and look, there's not a huge risk when he's 100 and something K, is there? He tunned up this week um, and Abbott, but there is weather on the, you know, on the horizon. So that's a little worry. Um, look, players like Mahmood, if he's not into that team, it looks a wicket taker, um, you know. There's, there's players out there. You'd have to go someone who's under 10% ownership. And I think, you know, it's more about, you know, getting VC and C right. In this round, in a single week, you get one shot at it with your players. So picking, a, you know, if you go fail, fail on VC and C, it's a huge drop down the ranks. You need one of them to come off. And probably what you'll take for a VC score is lower. You'll probably take a 100, you know, or 90 even. Um, but that's it. You know, you can move up the ladder if you get a VC and a C right in a in a single round like this because it plays a huge part. Um, who is my current favorite big bash players? Um, look, probably um, look. Yeah, you know, Sean Abbott. He's a great watch, and I've liked him for years and years. Leading wicket taker in the big bash, uh, and probably Glenn Maxwell Stoin. You know, Stoin's probably not doing it this week, um, but they're, they're two guys that just. You know, they they boss it, and they're such a great watch when they're on. Uh, great, great, you know, great, great <laughs> watches in the Big Bash. And, I don't know, Mitch Marshall's a pretty, you know, good watch at the moment, isn't he? Bludgeoning the ball to all parts, and, you know, very consistent, which is something you probably never saw from him in the past. Um, so those are some of my favorites. Um, oh, Matt Gibson on Facebook. He asks, you know, a couple of questions. Um, is Matt Short the real deal? Basically, is he keeper? Is he? Is it the perfect time to cash him in for a player like Sam's Rashid Hales? Well, look, he his role is not going to be bad, worse. Now he looks good at the top of the order. It didn't come off for him this week. He looks like he's in an attacking frame of mind, and he's still bold. You know, he didn't really get many points in bowling this week. He's a good fielder, so the role is good. You know, but if you think about it in a financial way where you buy him low and you sell him high, you know, he's probably peaking at his price and you can get him quite easily across to, um, you know, a Rashid or a Maxwell who are bona fide, you know, weapons. So, yeah, you know, he's probably made his money to move on now um, and you could make some cash off him going down to someone like Hales, you know, or you could just keep him in there because I don't think that role is going to diminish I uh, just, in the past, in the recent past, he hasn't been doing <laughs> well. You know, I sort of half expect that it's going to go back down again, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, you can use him now, much like the Philippi. He has a strategic move because he's made the money. Just sell him high. Um, how much do you trust weather forecasts a week out? A fair bit of rain seems to be predicted for both heat, game, heat games in their double. Um, 80% versus the Stars, 60 versus the Sixers with trades. The next couple of rounds, do you avoid heat players because of it? Or is it too big a risk to miss out on players on the double weather forecast can be wrong and can change by the next week? Well, look, it's as simple as this. You know, 60% and 80% could be for like 0.05 mils, you know, which won't affect the game. And it could be earlier in the day and not at game time. So, um, look, I don't think about weather 
in that sense. I just have a look at what it's looking like at game time. Now, this upcoming Sixers game, for instance, it looks like some weather is going to be right around, right on game time, which does concern me. Um, if you were worried about heat games, maybe this week you stay away from, you know, your Steckities and you grab a Wade, even with his huge BE, and you grab a, an Ellis, you know. Um, you could play it safe like that so that you don't get caught with these players who could get rained down. Um, but I don't think you can let the weather dictate you too much, you know. Only if it's really dire do I take the weather into consideration. If it's light and doesn't look like it or it's too far out, like you said, it can change. So you could adopt the strategy of playing it safer and bringing in hurricanes this week and, and heat next week. Um and look, it will affect my choice this week whether I go Dan Christian and, and Abbott, probably, because I'll have a late look at the um, weather to see if it looks like it's going to be bad on that game time. But it does look like, you know, up to 15 mils, it looks like it could be right on game time, and it does concern me a little bit. Um, how many is a good number of double game uh, week players, in your opinion, for the round six? Look, after this week, you know, four of you, you could have gone with four, the ones, and you got the right ones in the Scorchers outfit that went 100 plus, and the rest were all just crap, you know, so um, out of the Hurricanes and Heat, I don't think there's heaps of great, great options, and I think that you can go five, you know, even some people are going to go four, six, you know, four, five, six, go whatever you like, I don't think, if you got in an Abbott, he's probably going to outscore people in the double game round, if you know what I mean, so just get the players that you want into your team, hit you know, the double game weeks with some sensibility, you know, you can't go in with none of them, you know, but for six, for round six, I think five is probably what I'll go in with, you know, and, you know, I think some people go six and go hard, but I went in with one extra scorcher this week and people outscored me with one scorcher less and one less player, <laughs> you know, so it's just a weird one, you know, you, you, Lynn and Majib, they could go out and score you eight in this double game week, you know, so, uh, just get the players in that you want, you know, if you can. Uh, all right, over to Twitter. I got a question by Frio Girl. Um, it was around um, double game re- weeks and who's best to target. Um, like I said, you know, Steckity, Wade, Ellis, maybe Meredith, and then I probably go down into the next tier, like um, you know your Darcy Shorts and your McDermott's probably McDermott ahead of him, you know, and uh, Lynn and Majib. Uh, I just I'm not hot on. You know those those ones. You know, but I think for, for round six, those are the ones I'm targeting. Um, Marcus asks, "Is Joe Clark a, lo- a lost cause?" You know, how many Heat Hurricanes for round six? Yeah, like I said, I answered that. But Joe Clark, you know, he's a lost cause if you've got to play him in your team. If you've got to play him in your starting lineup, get him out because you can't have you know the likes of him and Nielsen and Hughes in your actual playable playable team. You can safely have them on your bench with a loop set up on them, but you can't have them in your starting lineup. You know, getting these low, low, low scores. Um, look, he's lost so much value. I'm probably going to hold him and hope, hope. It's such a small hope that he's going to come good. He looks like an absolute dunce, um, but you know, you you could easily get him at the same price across to a Finch, which you know. Yeah, I know that the Stars have a double game week coming up, you know, but Finch was hot. You know, Clark, he gets out for ducks. So I can see a world where you sell Clark. If you if you need to sell him, you know, so that he's not in your starting lineup, sell him because he stinks. Um, on Insta, i got a question in there. Uh, who am I going to target for round five that is non 
double game week players. Well, like I said, weather permitting, it'd be Dan Christian and Sean Abbott. I like Hales because I think the time is right for Hales. I like um, Finch. He's still good. He's still a good price. Um, I like Mahmood if he doesn't go off into that uh, English setup because he looks a wicket taker. Looks like he's going to bowl, you know, good overs. I like Sanger. Um, I like Steckity if he doesn't go off to the test team. 1% owned and he looks like a prime target for round six, but uh, he's a non... Oh, yeah, he's got to go non-double game ones, haven't I? But, yeah, anyway, those are the ones that I think. Um, look, have a happy Christmas, guys. Um, round five is a single game week and it's, you know... We go right away, don't we? No time, no rest for the wicked. You're back into it this week. So if you had a poor round last round, you can pick it up this week. Single game week. So VCs and Cs play a huge part. You can go a pod one, um, but you know, you'll live and die by your choices, super coach wise, um, this week. Because it's you know, there's it's a moving week when people can go uh, a single game week, VC and C. Because it's one game. You get one game to get it right. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, you know, it's been a hard old year, and a lot of you might have had time away from family and hoping to get together this year for Christmas. So enjoy that if you're able to do it. And if you missed it, you know, you couldn't get your test results or, uh, you know, your, your negative PCR or whatever, um, you know, my heart goes out to you. Nobody should be alone at Christmas. And hey, DM me. You know, I'll have a non alcoholic beer, and you, you can have an alcoholic beer if you want with you over Zoom or over Inst- uh, Messenger. And nobody should be alone on Christmas, and I'm happy to, you know, cheer you up and talk to you uh, over Christmas. But I wish you all a happy and safe one, and we'll talk to you at the completion of round five. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned down low, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Merry Christmas all, I'll talk to you again real soon.